Hey there, y'all. This is Courtney James Clark from Jurassic World, and you're listening to Atomic Geekdom. Atomic Geekdom Podcast. My name is Dave, and joining me tonight is Tom. Hello. And Jenny. Woohoo! <laughs> and tonight we are going to talk about all of our favorite fictional heroes, uh, reluctant heroes, anti-heroes, whatever you want to call them. All of those people that we look up to and say, hey, I wish I was like that person, or... Whatever, but fictional, not real. You know the fake ones. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's lots to discuss. I mean, first we could define what we think makes a great hero in fiction. Um, is anybody ready to give their definition? If I, since I just kind of threw that on you guys. Well, I just want to throw this out just in lieu of, of Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day to everybody. Those are true heroes. Just had to put that in there. I like it. I'm I'm with you. I second that notion. Thank you. So you want the definition of what we believe is what makes a hero. A great, yeah, fictional hero. Does that, well, I think it's the same fictional or non-fictional. All right, whatever. Okay, I'll, okay. I'll go. I don't I, have a great jawline, Jenny. Right. <laughs> a masculine jawline. That's, That's right. Takes. That's all it takes. <laughs> That's all it takes. And a cape. And I could take a punch. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so my my definition of a hero is somebody that has a moral compass on, I call it their soapbox. They can get on their soapbox and they will fight and put everything into accomplishing it with the outcome being it helps others or helps the better cause. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's mine. All right, Tom? I think it's for the betterment of everyone. You know that you have the ability to help, and in lieu of your own, I guess, self-preservation, you do it anyway. Like I said, one of the things we've we've talked about before is Superman, to me, is not uh, the ultimate hero because you're invulnerable. You can't be hurt. It's the ones that can be that still go. I still Tom, jump in. Tom, don't yeah. get me started because I, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He is a very emotional it's man. A, I don't mean Superman. I mean in the emotions. Kind of, what do emotions have to do with it? The image well, of that he, he invulnerable figure. Oh, Love of the human race. No, it's not okay. What makes Superman a hero there is is his free will to choose to do good with his power. Exactly. That's what makes him a hero. Bullseye. Not as not I, as not as emotions. This is emo- I don't care. He's a big emo. Well, yeah. He's a big emo stalker freak nerd. Boy, the Boy Scout. No, that's, that's what right. They always call. Yeah, the, 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 I'll call him a Cub Scout. Um, it's Lobo is the one that always calls him Big Blue, the Big Blue Boy Scout. Which is weird because why are there why are there Boy Scouts in space? How would how would Lobo know what a Boy Scout is? 
Well, I mean, there's policemen in space, so. Well, it doesn't mean there's boys. They have Jackson. Twitter. They do not have Twitter. <laughs> nice one, Jenny. Well played. Uh, my definition of a, a great hero is somebody, it's, it's sacrifice, uh, courage, you know, like bravery in the face of, you know, great danger that you're, you know, sacrificing yourself for a greater good. Uh, what not your life necessarily, but y- your your livelihood, perhaps, for the betterment of those around you, or in the case of most of these comic book heroes, your city. Um, that kind of thing. I like that. I like that. I like that too. Uh, we had one person from the internet, the Twitterverse, uh, chime in and give us their definition. She's kind of our our hero correspondent. So so to speak, uh, she, she went crazy when I asked this question on Twitter, uh, Amelia from the geekly, the geekly review or, you know, the geekly planet. Uh, I should probably get this right. <laughs> uh, the Marvel report, Hi, Amelia. the Marvel report is one, <laughs> one place to find her and the geekly planet. That was it. Uh, she, she chimed those, in. Those crews are great. Huh? Those crews are great on those, uh, those casts. Anyways, keep going. Sorry. Uh, she tweeted, courage, strength will get you to the door, Superman, but you have to be willing to walk through that door even when you're scared. Uh, perseverance, it's not about how hard you hit the mat, it's that you get up. That's her definition. I like it. And she'll chime in later when we go to who answered who, what their favorite heroes are. She has a lot of answers. Uh, <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven tweets. From her, <laughs> she got a nice. she, she got into it, which is fine. And speaking I, of tweets, real quick, Jenny, yeah, those people in space have Twitter. Yeah, they tweet more than I do. They do. Oh, they do. Yeah. Jenny's dogs See, tweet more than I you just, do. I just fired on my own. I fired myself right there. I think there's an old True Blood account called Jane Boathouse's Pants, and I think they have more tweets than you. Yeah, baby. There you go. I'm All just right. trying to. I'm trying to keep them in. I'm keeping them relevant. Is what I'm doing. Relevant to what? Six months ago? I don't know. know. Weird. Uh, (laughs) Your explanation is is crazy. Uh, Okay, so we've kind of... I'm making fun of myself, dude. Well, that makes it less fun for the rest of us. That's true. No, it makes it awesome. Uh, (laughs) Okay, so we've defined defined what makes a great hero. Obviously, we don't have the definitive answer, but uh, we we have our favorites. And we'll just start with the straight-up hero... Because there's there's subcategories to being a hero. I think there's the reluctant heroes who kind of find themselves forced to be a hero. Um, kind of the anti-hero who is not wanting attention but ends up having to do good because again they're kind of forced into it. Um, like you look at Malcolm Reynolds from Firefly and Serenity. He's kind of that way. He's mm-hmm. mostly trying to make it on his own, but then he just keeps running into these people who need his help. Uh, so. There's, there's that. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I guess, well, th- we, we probably have many favorite heroes and it doesn't have to be just comic books. It can be in anything. So we'll kind of just go round table and do one at one or two at a time and discuss. So Tom, you got one ready? Sure do. Go ahead. I would say, uh, just basically I'm a huge fan of the show and the comic book. Uh, for me, what uh, resonates as a hero is Oliver Queen arrow. You didn't have to do this. You chose to do this. So, I mean, just basically coming up. Well, okay, let's let's say with 
being rich means you means you're you're privileged, so you don't normally go that path. But he chose the path for the betterment of his city and his family. Well, so. right. If you're gonna talk about Oliver Queen, you got to talk about how he became a hero. Right. And that's he got stranded on an island after his father's boat crashed, and his father told right. him, you know, there's I've got secrets. You need to fix what I what I've done wrong. And, and well, and at that moment, he could have said he could could have gone back to reality and been like, uh, whatever, I don't want to do this. I'm rich and privileged. I don't have to. <clears throat> but at the same time, he chose the other path to become that hero. Something triggered and he said, no, I have to fix this for my father, my family's right. name. And then he comes back and starts killing people. Season one, the year, <laughs> the season year, one, the year of murder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, okay. So yeah, he, then he becomes like a vigilante and then uh, Oliver Queen is very much the, the, a political hero too, I guess you could say, uh, the, not just the arrow green arrow, but he becomes very political as well. Right. Being right. the character is like pretty much from like a Seattle area. And so he's like real, I don't know. He, he's annoying. <laughs> he's, he's amazing. He's, he's super annoying when it comes to politics. Which is why it's fun to see him bounce off of Hal Jordan all the time. Uh, well, it, they're complete it, it, opposites. From, well, you can look at the TV version versus the comic book version, and the TV version is very tame, I guess you could say, as compared to the comic book version because he's such a womanizer going through the whole comics. I mean, the man was basically what you would call the man whore. I would say he was, he was rich and privileged. He could do this, and he even still did it as he was still the hero. Well, yeah, and I mean, you could say the same thing for Batman or Bruce Wayne. Um, yeah, but he has not, a pretty. It wasn't. It wasn't so. I wouldn't say it was so flamboyant as Oliver was. Oliver on the TV show has gotten around too. I mean, well, yeah, both lances, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Felicity. Uh, Huntress. I mean, I'm probably missing six or seven off the top of my head. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. Okay, anyway, I don't know why that matters, but all right. So Oliver Queen, Green Arrow, yes, is your your first choice. All right, Jenny. Flash, no, no, Flash Gordon, man. How can I not go there? Uh, he was just a quarterback. He's just a football player. He just accidentally gets into a spaceship. And ends up on Ming's crazy planet. And his whole thing is he can't let Ming destroy Earth. Because Earth is their home. He's and amazing. He does this by throwing footballs? He Well, he does. He does. He <laughs> does use the football skill when he's, like, <laughs> trying to get away from Ming's horrible herd. Yeah, he's amazing. He is by far my favorite hero because if Ming... Had his laser pointed at Earth, I don't think anybody else could have done a better job. <laughs> okay. No takers? What? Like no takers? Like no, on, all right. Guys. I can't argue with your your opinion. I can just tell you it's wrong. <laughs> but uh, I like no, it. No, what, what makes him a hero, though? In your, in your eyes. he didn't have to. Like, he could have literally just boned Ming's daughter and mm-hmm. basically take over his own kingdom. And he was offered different kingdoms in this thing. Did he ever? The Baron offered him one because he didn't want him to bone Ming's daughter because Baron was boning Ming's daughter. Um, Ming offered him <laughs> one. 
the Hawkmen offered him one. They're all just like, let it go, Flash. Come here, live in wealth. You know, we have slaves, but it's okay. We will get you some slaves. And he's like, no, we can't have slaves. We have to save these people. And you can't blow up Earth. So he did it because, one, it was his home and he had to save his home. But he could have selfishly improved his life in the destructions of others, and he didn't. Did he, he ever save the world? Did he ever get with the daughter? They kissed, and she those was really kids, like those... she was like telepathy wise, like going back and forth with, <laughs> oh, him, yeah. with the flirtation stuff. Weird, but he, his <laughs> heart was all for Dale. You know, it's all about Dale, and Dale, you Dale. know, was in prison with like with trying to be Ming's new wife, and you mm-hmm. know, the black wedding dress and all that. stuff. Her name so. was Dale, like D A L E, like like Chipmunks, Chip and Dale. <laughs> <laughs> now I will never see her other than Chippendale. You guys yeah, really, you, really, rescue, really, rescue Rangers. Those of you, you keeping track, really at home, need to get caught up on your Flash Gordon. Those of you keeping track at home, that was the use of the word "boned" the most in one conversation <laughs> that has ever been used here on Atomic. Flash, no, no, you could have, you could have, you, you could have went with bang. Like I uh, straight up bone. I've been watching. I've been binge watching How I Met Your Mother because that, that show makes me laugh. And uh, there was this whole episode where they, they did the whole bang song, bang bang bangity bang 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 bang. Like it's pretty funny. It made me think of that every time you said bone. Jen's gonna have to do a bone song. <laughs> right. We gotta have a bone song. Bone song or bone saw? Oh, I see what you did there. Can you do it? Can you do the voice? No, I don't you can't do to. a Macho Man. No. Oh yeah, dang it! It's from Spider Man. Bonesaw is ready. Yeah, I know. He's a wrestler. Oh, Bonesaw. Anyway, all right. You just you just lost Jenny. Uh, well, uh, I I'm over here just shaking my head. Um, she's actually to... calling us morons. Is what she's doing. She always. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's it's pretty spectacular. All right, Dave. What you got? Who's your hero? Uh, I mean, I could go obvious and. But I'll, I'll let those people on Twitter that, that chose a few of mine. So I will let them have it. So my first choice for uh, favorite hero. Boy. Um, oh, I'm looking at my list and I want to pick a good one that nobody else is going to pick. All right. Han Solo. Ooh. Good one. I like it. Uh, and that, that falls into, you know, your, your reluctant hero, mm-hmm. um, the anti-hero mm-hmm. category. I mean, the whole, uh, maybe just, just, just a new hope, not so much episode five, episode four, mostly he's just in it for the money. Clearly he's got a bounty on his head and he wants to get rid of it. And so he's just, just doing all this for the money. He thinks everything that they're talking about is stupid and ridiculous. And I totally agree. And, Mumbo jumbo. Right. He wants nothing to do with this rebellion or the empire. He just wants to get his cash and or his 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 credits, republic credits, and then just bail. But then he sort of falls in love with this princess from a blown up planet and uh, gets wrapped up in it. And by episode five, Empire Strikes Back, he ends up you know getting sacrificed for them. You know, being frozen in carbonite and all, and. uh yeah, and then by Return of the Jedi, he's ready to to you know let Leia go be with Luke because he doesn't know at that point that they're totally related and just disgusting. 
Here's a question for you, then. This is a good lead-in. Do you prefer, like, the outright, like, superhero, or do you like kind of the unsung hero or the anti-hero? I go more for the underdog, so I would say the, more the anti-hero. Like, the, the the Supermans of the world, the Captain Americas, they bother me because it's too easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like a guy I with, I like a hero, a hero that's flawed. Uh, I really like, cause we're all like, it's more relatable to me. Like Grant, Batman isn't relatable to anybody. I'm sorry. But the things he goes through are like Superman. If you look deep enough, it is relatable to people. You know, he's an alien, he's an outsider. Um, but like, as far as the battles and the, the drama and the tension, it's harder for those characters to create drama for me. Because they're just impervious. But you get a character like like a Han Solo, a Batman, a, a, a Green Arrow, or uh, Hawkeye from Marvel. I'm just thinking of people that don't have superpowers. But like those, those kinds of people, they're doing it with the least amount of gifts available. <clears throat> Not the least, but compared to their... More compa- normal instead right, of gifted. Right. Well, it, like like we said, it's easy to jump in if you have an ability. It's easy to just use that ability to do good. It's harder to find it within yourself to do that. Yeah, I mean, when you have to do work, it's, right. it's a little different. When you have, to... I'm lazy. I'm lazy. I don't, don't want to be a hero. <laughs> I mean, when I'm born this way to reacting <laughs> to the sun, the yellow oh, sun, right. then it's a little different. But then when I have to actually train and do all these things to prepare myself. Uh, and give up my normal life to be this person. It's, it's, that's That, I think, is a little more inspiring, I guess. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, it is. You're right. So, All right. Let's uh, let's keep rolling. Uh, Tom, do you want to do another one, or should we go to Twitter first? Let's go to Twitter. All right. We'll go to Twitter. Um, Dennis Lamb, at T-E-H Supercow. Dennis Lamb gives us three of them. Warshack from I'm assuming the Watchmen and not uh what what is the show Rorschach is from? Uh Welcome Back Cotter. Uh, welcome back Cotter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Rorschach from Watchmen, Batman and Robin. Or no, I'm sorry, Batman and Robin Hood. And he said not one hundred percent fictional, but you know. Oh, Robin Hood's a good one. So those are those are Rorschach is uh is a tough one. I guess he's a hero, but he is just the darkest hero you could go. I think I, I got to clear that up. Uh, well, my cutter is Horshack. Horshack, you're right. You're right. Yeah. There's some seventy uh, sitcom trivia for you. He, you can still though put him in as like an actual hero because, like we were talking about, either there's the determination, but he didn't have to. Re- he he's kind of the Han Solo type. Lot darker, a lot more, but it's not self centered. No, I think his is preservation as much as getting to the truth of the matter. I think there is no Rorschach without being a vigilante. I think that's right. He he needs it, like clearly, because everyone else quit and he's still doing the job in the Watchmen, right? Um, so he needs it. He's clearly crazy. I think they make that clear, like he's he's out of his mind. I don't know that he's crazy. I think he's just so determined. There, there's a fine line between crazy and no, insane. I, I think he's at that. He's so determined that it's made him crazy. I'm pretty you sure know? there's a moment in there where they say he's flat out crazy. 
Like he's he's out of his mind, and that's why he ends up like he wants to die at the end. Well, I think he's finally done with you know he he can't do anymore. Well, I think I mean if we really want to like dive deep into like psychology and stuff, most heroes are probably crazy. If you uh, back to the Han Solo, you have to be crazy. He wasn't playing with a full deck either. So, but I I see what you mean too, Dave. Is like he was very he's. He's very, uh, he doesn't see things in the same colors as the rest of the world, which in blue would make him crazy. Right. You have to be crazy to jump in front of a bullet or to jump in front of a criminal to just, I want to be that guy. You know, you have to have a little bit of, there is something is different in your, in your psyche to be able to do that. I don't know if it's crazy or if it's determined. That's why I say there's a fine line between the two. There's a, there's a almost like genres of heroes. So like, I think he would be in a similar category, I guess, or phylum of heroes as like, uh, like talking about families of insects. What's the, um, exactly. You know, they're all within the hero (laughs) and then they have all the subclasses anyways. Um, Kind of like what I I don't know the actual name, but the uh, the mask guy from V from Vendetta. I would consider that character also as a hero because he's kind of a he's a vigilante, but there's an evilness to him as well. But the evilness depends on who's on the receiving end. Does that make sense? It does. <clears throat> I think so. Right. You 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 think you're the hero, but at the same time, as being the hero, you, there has to be a victim. It's a yin and a yang. It has to happen. Right. Let's. Right. All right. One, I do though. Going back to his tweet though, Robin Hood is probably the poster child of heroes. Sure. I agree. Sure. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, yeah he he goes off to war, comes back, finds out his country is, uh, you know, it's it's being taxed to to no end, and people are being treated poorly, and he gives up his kingdom for. The trees, so to speak, uh, in Sherwood Forest. I mean, this is the fictional side, but... And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, one more Twitter response, then we'll come back to Tom. At underscore Master Debaters. That's their podcast. The, <laughs> I like it. The Master Debaters are... <laughs> they have a podcast. Uh, he said they did something similar to this 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 topic that we're doing last week, and they did theirs in teams of five. And they couldn't do like Marvel and DC, so they had to really think outside the box. Um, so his was Luke Skywalker, He Man, uh, Buggy. I don't know what Buggy is, and Robocop. <laughs> is a Buggy like one of those Hanna Barbera characters? That's what I was thinking, but I'll look it up in a second. And Jon Snow. Oh, mm. you just, you just, good man. Your heart puttered a little bit. You know nothing. Hashtag John Snow. John Snow lives. Got you just got Jenny right in the feels. (laughs) Yes. I I tip my hat. Oh, that's good. It is is perfect. I mean, really, yeah. The John Snow River. That's perfect for what we're talking. Yeah, he totally, totally. Uh, Yeah. Hashtag John Snow lives. There it is. I just, on a side note, because we went to Twitter, I just got a text from my brother with probably 50 heroes listed on it. And they're all freaking awesome. So 
when you go ahead, my you, turn, I'm just yeah. going to forewarn you. I've got a good list in front of me. It's not my list, but I'm going to own this list. So, <laughs> all right. Before we do that, let's finish off Twitter real quick. There's a there's a few more responses, and then yeah. we'll, then we'll do then we'll do Tom one more, and then Jenny can run through her text message gallery. Uh, let's see. Nicole Walker at TNI TNI Walker said Jack Bauer from 24 seasons one mm. through five and seven. So she skipped season six. Wow. <laughs> Jack Bauer is a good one. Um, <laughs> the shade on season six. Yeah, really. Wow. Just uh, uh, Kyle Krause, good friend of the show, actually lives in my area, at Kyle Krause 89. He chooses uh, some overlaps here between us, I think. Batman, Green Lantern, Hal, and Kyle. Uh, Captain America and Green Arrow. Mm. Scott Strubing at Strubing, S-T-R-U-E-B-I-N-G. His is pretty obscure and eclectic. I like it. Uh, Edwin Ransom from C.S. Lewis's Space Trilogy. Optimus Prime. Leonardo from Ninja Turtles. Gandalf. And Reverend James, or John Ames from Marilyn Robinson's Gilead. That's a good one. Yeah, you know what's funny is like I was going – I have on my list that I had, I had Optimus Prime too because I'm like, how can you not? But <laughs> he kind of went the same direction I had because I went with a lot of book heroes. Yeah, so yeah. All right. I, I like a good reader. All right. So deep breath. These are all of Amelia's from the Geekly Planet and Marvel <laughs> Report. She started with Jim Effing Gordon. That's is a, that his full name? Really? Yes, I believe so, especially the one from Gotham. All right. Uh so Jim Gordon, Commissioner Gordon from Batman. Uh, obviously, Agent Carter, she says. She's a huge Agent Carter fan. Uh, Neville Longbottom from Harry Potter. Oh, more Harry Potter. The entire Weasley family, even Percy's stupid ass. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, Beth Green, that is... Uh, it's Walking Dead, right? No. Yes. No. No, it's not. No, 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 no. Who is... Wait. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Is it? Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah, Herschel Green. Yeah, Green. Yeah. Duh. I was thinking of her sister. Right. I'm like, that doesn't sound right. But anyway, uh, <laughs> Bing Bong. Do any of you know who Bing Bong is? No idea. Not. Really? Bing nope. Bong. Bing Bong is from Inside Out. He's the elephant thing. I haven't seen. I started. Inside Out. Oh, I started good. watching that. I started watching it the other night, but I didn't get to finish. That's a good. That's a good movie. Uh, spoilers. You're gonna cry because of Bing Bong. In fact, that's what she puts after Bing Bong. Gross sobbing. Damn you, Dave. Uh, All right. Continued from Amelia. Uh, Princess Tiana. Anyone? Uh, Princess and the Frog. Is it? I believe so. Is that, you know that because your daughter? You're right. Yes. That's a great movie. Nice pull, Tom. Good job. Thank you. That was the Uh, last uh, actual cell animation from Disney, and I'm very sad about that because it's beautiful. uh, Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Amelia on Twitter is at browncoat underscore auror. Or or it's a Harry Potter thing. A-U-R-O-R. Uh, I never know how to pronounce that. Auror. Just mumble. Auror. A- there you go. Uh, okay. Uh, Owen Grady. That would be uh, Chris Pratt's character from Jurassic World. The T-Rex from Jurassic World. Blue from Jurassic World. Wow. Uh, Jane Foster, which is... Thor's girlfriend, Pepper Potts, Iron Man's girlfriend, uh, Leo 
Fitz. I think she means that together. She's got Leo dot Fitz. That's uh, from Agents of Shield. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. Uh, let's see. <laughs> the Winchesters, Dean and Sam from Supernatural. Malcolm Reynolds from Firefly. Buffy Summers, Angel, Hawkeye, not from Mash. <laughs> oh. I, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Felicity Smoke. That's Felicity from Arrow, for those that don't know. Uh we're almost done. Uh Edwin Jarvis, that is um Tony Stark's butler or not Tony Stark. It's, well, would that uh, be Agents of Shield? That's Agent Carter. Or Agent Carter. Yeah, you're Edwin right. Jarvis, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh Dory, I believe from Finding Nemo and soon to be Finding Dory. Mm-hmm. Uh Sailor Jupiter from Sailor Moon. Goku, which I think is Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Inuyasha with from Inuyasha. Uh and now I don't know any of these people. Kagami, Kenshin Hamura, and Kuru. I just want to replay this podcast and listen to you say all the names. <clears throat> <clears throat> Quiet. Goku, Inuyasha, Kagami, Kenshin Hamura, Kuru. And then she says, okay, I have to do my job now. <laughs> so <laughs> I honestly don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to say those are Dragon Ball Z or Pokemon or something because <laughs> I that, think that's the only way I can go. It's, with it's it. anime. Just put it at that anime. And she yeah. tweeted them almost in categories. Like there's Edwin Jarvis and, and yeah, Dory she, and then anime. Uh, oh, I missed one. Uh, and how could I forget? Spoilers for people that didn't watch last season of Supernatural. Uh, she put a little sniffles and Charlie Bradbury, and that's uh, Felicia Day's character from Supernatural. And nice, yeah, that's a good list. She <laughs> there's lots of them. She that's a very obscure list. I will say that she actually hit on a lot of stuff that many people wouldn't think of. So yeah, yeah. great job, Amelia. And High she, five you. She High really, five. Didn't really think about it. She just spit them all out really quickly. Yeah, it was. Wow. Um. Okay. And you could check it out, uh, follow her on Twitter at browncoat underscore order because last weekend she was at the Supernatural Convention in Denver, I think it's Denver, or Colorado, and she got some cool pictures and stuff, so you should check that out. And soon, if not by the time this podcast is up, I will have some audio from the Arrow panel, the John Barrowman panel, and the uh, Stephen Amell panel. Uh, and I'll post about my time at Louisville Wizard World. I couldn't post the the um, <clears throat> Bruce Campbell panel because it was all visual. Uh, everything that he did was visual, so to post the audio would be boring. <laughs> he did like he did like he's so. <laughs> uh, go back and listen to our geek out from last week. You'll hear me talk about it. It's pretty funny. So, and for for you two that are listening that are recording with me in an hour, we'll talk about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I would just like to say, let's we need to do something different here with the the Atomic Geek. Let's extend an invite. I would like Amelia to be on the air with us because she, I think she just could bring something so different. You're funny. She was actually she did a trailer parking episode with me and uh, uh, Matt from Two Bro Geeks. No, well, see, what, we did, How would I know that? We did this because you're a part of the Atomic Geekdom, and you probably don't listen to our podcast. No, some. <laughs> she, they both, we took apart the Star Wars, Star Wars trailer. You, you bore me a little bit, so that's, well, if, if you're on it, I'm not oh. listening. <laughs> oh, snap. See what I did there? See what I did there? Jenny, high five. 
Yeah. Me. So starting high five, high five. Starting next week, Amelia will replace Tom on all <laughs> of our you. podcasts. Woo! I'm out of here. <laughs> Tom's my hero. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, Those we got good feedback on Twitter. That was great. Those were some good ones. Yeah, and uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, I wanted to give them a shout out the the master debaters. So check out their podcast. <laughs> I love that. I feel, like, I feel like year old I, me goes, ha. I know I'm like Joey on friends. Every time I hear it, it's like, <laughs> it's just so, it sounds so dirty. Oh man. All right. All right. Tom, Tom, pick, go, Tom, Tom, pick one. And then Jenny can go run through her brother's list. Okay, great. Um, I, you, you threw me off a little bit with the Kyle Rayner reference. Cause that, that one is a great one, but mine is, it's, it's a character, but it's multiple characters. I'm going to go with Robin in the three, the multiple incarnations of it, because Robin did not have to do anything at all. He just found an opportunity to be the sidekick of Batman, who is the, you well, know, Dave, let's run the best ever. You're taking but, all of them, right? Not just one. Yeah. Okay. All, so you take each one individually to start with. I mean, there were, right. none of them were chosen. Right. right. Yeah, none of them. Were, none of them were chosen. They chose this role. Well, okay. Go through individually the three main ones we'll talk about. Okay. Uh, well, Dick, Dick Grayson. Uh, okay, I guess you could say Dick Grayson was kind of chosen out of the well, circumstances. Dick Grayson was the new Bruce. Like his parent, he watched his parents die, right? And he had the anger, revenge issues. His problem was, or not his problem. His thing was he did not want to become Batman. So right. he was always his own thing. Like he was Robin. He's a young kid too, so right. And he didn't he didn't choose this life. The life chose him, basically, is what we could say. Right. And then the whole Jason idea, Todd, right? The idea behind Batman needing a Robin was kids were afraid of Batman, and when he would try to save them, they'd be afraid. So he needed a, a kid to kind of be that buffer. Well, that was the idea, but I think in the characterization, Batman needed that. Well, that I mean, light. If he, you needed want, that, he needed the light in his life. If you want to go the real, he was he was so dark. He needed the light. The real creative reason why they brought Robin in is well, there's the the kid aspect, and because they were getting tired of writing all these monologues, like they needed somebody for him to talk to when he was out doing stuff. Oh, so well, that's yeah. that's the reason they created Robin. Uh, part of the reason. Okay, so right, yeah, Jason right. Todd was kind Jason of, Todd. Kind of chosen, but at the same time, he just kind of slipped into the role. He was given an option. Like, you could right. either be the, the villain or, the, you know, the thief or, you know, you could. Because could... Jason, Jason Todd was basically the, the the original badass. Let's just call it that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nobody, nobody. He was the wild card. You didn't know this guy could have gone either way. And, you know, he went one way or another later. But I think Batman saved him at the same time, but he didn't have to do that. Then Tim Drake, Tim Drake's the one, he's a kid who figures out who Batman is. He does his investigation. He, the kid, he figures out who Batman and original Robin were right. He learns through his own ability that he wants to be this guy. So to me, that's a, that's a hero because you didn't have to do this. You just chose to do it. You wanted to do it. And spoilers, his choice led to his father's death. Well, it did. 
ultimately. Do you know who killed him? Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. Great story. Yeah, it was. That's uh, Infinity Crisis? Identity Crisis. Identity Crisis. I get those mixed up. Yeah. Great book. Identity Crisis is one of the best series you can read because it actually breaks down that wall of what's real and what's not because there's so much, you know, to the to the grindstone. It's it's really dark. Hard. Really yeah, it's dark. hard at some points where you're like, oh, my God, because you deal with a lot of things in that there's, series. There's rape and murder and yeah. – yeah, uh, and you have heroes doing things you wouldn't expect heroes to do. Yeah, and it's to each other. Like, right, they actually, erase. They turn on each other at yeah. a point where you didn't think a hero can do that to another hero. It's right. like wow, this is like almost bringing reality into it. Like this could really happen. And Jenny, to, to, to prove how how great Bruce is as a detective, he gets his mind erased by Zatanna, another hero. <laughs> And he still figures out what happened. That's so awesome. You, you awesome. guys don't get it. Like I, I have no issue with him. Just in, <laughs> in a one-on-one fight, Superman would kill him. But what I would like the world to know. I don't think anybody <laughs> in the right mind would choose Robin as a hero to go after. But that, that, I'm just putting it out there. What do you mean? I like it. I think. I think he's shadowed because as of a true depiction success, of a hero. But I mean, really, if you take yeah. Batman out of the storyline, he would be the hero of it. You know, I don't know. Right. I don't. If you take Batman out of the storyline, there's no Robin. Well, I know. I mean, they're right they without go a hand bat- in hand and they're yeah. in, a result of each other. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I like it. I'm a, I'm a Robin fan. All right. Go ahead, Jenny. Okay. I want to do mine first. Cause sure. like the literary ones got me on a full kick. Cause there's some great literary heroes out there that, you know, they're not, like Hawkeye and stuff, you know, where they're, or Flash Gordon, they're legit people. Mm-hmm. Um, my top one would be Atticus Finch from um, To Kill also, a Mockingbird. That's also alphabetically mm-hmm. the top one. <laughs> it is. It is. There you go. Um, just a great, I mean, if you haven't read To Kill a Mockingbird, you probably should. And I'm very sad that you have it because it's one of them that should be on everybody's to read list. It's a great, great book. It's a classic for a reason, but Atticus fish, Atticus fish, (laughs) Atticus Finch's character is, you know, he's the lawyer of the story. He has to defend people, you know, basically prove that if they're lying or not, but the whole character throughout the book is he's, he's one of those characters that will walk in somebody else's shoes and stay on his path, you know, that in his path is for justice. So he, he would be up there on my literary ones. Um, Tom, jo- uh, I can't talk tonight. Tom Jode would be another one from grapes of wrath. That's a great hero. Um, and then on like more modern stuff, Clarice from silence of the lambs and um, girl Elizabeth. power. Yeah, girl power. I'm going to keep girl power. Um, Elizabeth? Elizabeth from oh, Elizabeth. from uh, Dragon Tattoo. Which she, has a, she she's probably more of like back to what we were saying with like the Rorschach type hero, but uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't finish the book, but I watched the movie, and well, she gets her revenge. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But she, you know, she's got she's got a drive. So those are mine. I would 
I got to throw out the literary ones, but my brother's list is epic. And I can't believe I didn't think of these. So I'm going to own them like I did. I going to say, way to, way to geek it up, Jenny. Way to go for the book learning people. Good job. Yay. Tom, you know me. <laughs> All right. Are you fancy, fancy book learners? Check this stuff. out, though. You guys are going to love these because I know I'm going to say these names. And if you if they're already on your list, I'm sorry I'm jumping your gun. But I I didn't think of them, and I'm so upset that I didn't think of them because they're epic. Number one, John Rambo. Oh, my. Rambo That's, is wow. the ultimate hero. What? Uh, <laughs> John <laughs> John McClane. Yeah, that was on, that was on my list. Uh Rocky Balboa. Of course. Um let's see here. Rooster Cogburn. Uh, Frodo. Wait, Rooster, what? Oh, come on, you know who Rooster Cogburn is, right? Not off the top of my head. I can't think of All it. All right, pull oh, up some uh, uh True Grit. There you go. Yeah. Um uh Sarah Connors. Oh yeah, Connor. Yep. Popeye. <laughs> only only when he has a spinach well um let's see here uh indiana jones of course uh and william wallace i freedom freedom wow. yes wow. <laughs> yeah i the rambo one i i totally wouldn't have thought of Dude, i just totally you marked well, me rambo, out on that one rambo made me think of rocky Right. Uh, all right. Well, here's a list. I found a list. This this is AFI's hundred years, hundred heroes and villains. But we'll do just heroes. This is from back in '03, so it's a little dated. I'm not gonna do all hundred, but I'm gonna nitpick some names. Oh, they only do fifty here, so it's fifty and fifty. So just heroes. Ready? Go. Atticus Go. Finch is number one. Yay. Number two, Indiana Jones. Number three, James Bond. Oh, that's mm. a good one. Uh, they they list the Sean Connery version. Uh, four is as they should, <laughs> right? Uh, Rick Blaine from Casablanca. Yeah, I'm gonna skip some of these. Uh, <coughs> Clarice Starling, Rocky Balboa, uh, Ellen Ripley from Alien. Ooh, Ripley's a good one too. Uh, that's a good one. They list George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life. Come on, nah. Um, let's see, Tom Jode, uh, Han Solo, Harry Callahan, Dirty Harry, it's a hero, I guess, <laughs> uh, Robin Hood, Mahatma Gandhi, <laughs> from, from Gandhi, uh, Spartacus. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Thelma and Louise, Superman. Uh, Yawn. <laughs> all right, uh, Aaron Brockovich. Oh, that's a great one, really. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Interesting. Uh, Zorro. Oh, great! Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that's a great one. Batman. Because uh, Zorro is the Mexican Batman. For those of you who do not know, <laughs> with a sword. Yeah. I think he was Spanish. Yes, he wasn't Mexican. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, easy. Um, uh, somebody put Terminator I, on I, here I, from Terminator I, 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 2. My, my Rosetta Stone has not come in the mail yet. <laughs> uh, yes, all right. 
Uh, yeah, Terminator from Terminator Two. Not not T one. Hmm. So that's a an interesting list. I can't say I agree with a lot of these lists, but anyway. Um. Let's see. What do you got? <sighs> um. Well, a lot of mine were set already. So let me think here. Uh, great podcasting. Just fantastic. Well, John McClane was on my list. Uh, what's funny about the John McClane choice from Die Hard, somebody wrote the John, the Die Hard 6 script. Did any of you see this? No. They wrote an idea for it, and they wanted to get it made, and it's actually a really good idea. Uh, we'll talk about it in the Geek Out. Uh, yeah, I thought I read something that this is actually something that's being moved on. No. No, no, that they're moving forward towards a Die Hard Six. Oh yeah, yeah, they are. But some yeah. just random person wrote it and said, "Hey, this is the Die Hard Six you need to make," and then he sent it to like the producers and Bruce Willis. Who Bruce Willis is doing Broadway? I had no idea. Al Kilmer's doing Broadway too. That's not too surprising. I saw Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> well played. I had, well played. I sir. had to go there. <laughs> well played. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll go with the girl power. I'll say Buffy. Buffy's a good one. And Buffy's a, a tough one. Cause that, that's, that strings the line of my rule of boy scouts. Uh, cause she's got superpowers, but she's not invulnerable. She can be beaten uh, and has quite a few times, uh, been beat. She's actually died lots of times, um, on that show. I, I, that show resonates with me because. Again, it, it was my it was on when I was going through their age, like I was the same age as those characters, so I kind of really related to those characters in a certain way. And just that that type of hero, I think, speaks not just to women, but to everybody. And it had vampires that were actual vampires, not 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 glittery ones from Twilight. Actual vampires, not like the fake fictional vampires. That's right. That's right. Uh, and I'll just keep it with TV. Dean and Sam Winchester are the ultimate heroes. From no, no, no. TV, you'd go Mulder and Scully. Nope. It's Dean and Sam. I want to see a fight between... Actually, you want to go regular TV. The ultimate heroes are like ER. Those are the real heroes. Okay. Settle an, settle an argument just, for me. I just won. I just won. You did right not, there. actually. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't work in the medical field. But it, every medical TV show, all these doctors and interns, all they do is have sex with each other. Is not on ER. Does any work get done in these hospitals? Like, it's insane. I, I was, a lot of work gets done. Oh, oh. Well, see what you did there. <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, Tom, you got one in the chamber? Uh, no, I do not. Uh, oh. Give me a second. Go to Jenny. I'm sure she has like a list of 800 more. Well, she ran um, through a lot of a lot of them, so I I have two left on my list because I I went through a lot of them on my last one. Do you want me to throw out both? Sure. Uh, Hellboy and Ash. Ash is an interesting choice. Hellboy seems like a reluctant hero to me. But he's still a hero. Sure. I'm just just kind of taking it a step further and defining the type. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah. We we really need to make like a map of 
the different classes of, of heroes. I really a want map. a scientific map. Kind of, you know, like a ladybug is within the insect, you know, within the, you know, just break it down scientifically. Break it down. Anyways, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, okay. So an antihero, I would say, this is the definition I got, I found, okay? This is what an antihero is. Uh, a protagonist whose characteristics include the following imperfections that separate them from typical heroes and characters, uh, i.e. selfishness, ignorance, bigotry, etc. I'm, I'm going to go all kinds of crazy language here. Uh, lack of positive qualities such as courage, physical prowess, and fortitude, and generally feel helpless in a world over which they have no control. Uh, okay. Uh, they have qualities belonging to villains, amorality, greed, violent tendencies, etc., that may be tempered with more human, identifiable traits, confusion, self-hatred, etc. I love saying etc. that way. Etc. Uh, in it's fact, a fun, it's a fun word. It's it is a fun word. It is a fun word. And you say it enough and it loses all meaning. In fact, antiheroes often blur the moral lines between the protagonist and antagonist. Possibly noble but ambiguous motives pursued by the belief that the ends justify the means. So if you want, I mean, Malcolm Reynolds is a perfect definition of an antihero because he's a thief. But he, he, there's, I mean, you could even say Captain Boomerang is an antihero. Basically. He won't kill. Right. He has, they have a set of morals, but they'll, well, still, they'll still steal stuff like crazy. Captain Cold, Heat Wave, same way. Yeah, oh, I meant Captain Cold, not Captain Boomerang. Yeah. Um. So, so I, I think I tend to lean more. I like the the antihero. I, I, I can see why though, because I mean, flawed, flawed characters <clears throat> are usually more relatable this than list, ones that only do good. Or this list of antiheroes includes Randall Flagg from The Stand. That is oh. not true. He's a villain. He's a straight up villain. That is just wrong. Uh, Dexter, God, Dexter a, Morgan yeah, from that, Dexter. That's an antihero. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like down the important list, but I get it. Uh, yeah. So John Constantine, he's an antihero. He's extremely selfish. I, I don't know. I think I wouldn't call him an antihero because he's always doing the best. What's nah. right. But by himself, he... No, he's, he's doing things for himself, and then he'll get caught up in something. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of torn on that one, but you're right. Yeah. You said the words yeah. I needed to hear. I'm right. Yeah, so we'll you're move right. On. <laughs> uh, Captain Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean is an antihero. Perfect. Absolutely. That's actually the poster child. For the gay antihero. Well, no... No, the ambiguous, the ambiguous antihero. I never, I never liked Captain Jack Sparrow. Not because he's flamboyant, but I just never, Johnny Depp sometimes, Johnny Depp sometimes (laughs) gets on my nerves. Yeah, that's it. He's annoying. (laughs) You're not British, dude. You're not. Uh, yeah. Johnny Depp is a caricature of Johnny Depp now. (laughs) Yeah. There's a Reese, you know who Reese Darby is? Uh, comedian. Yes, I love Reese Darby. He does a stand-up bit, and at the beginning, he shows up to this theater, and there's a Johnny Depp look-alike outside of it. <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's Johnny Depp. Nope, that's a look-alike. Nope, that's Johnny Depp. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <clears throat> um, 
All right, so yeah, anti-hero. Angel from Buffy, that would be an anti-hero. Uh, to an extent, I think Spike is more of the anti-hero. Angel kind of becomes the, the do-gooder for do-gooder's sake. We said Daredevil is an anti-hero, right? Uh, we didn't. Uh, uh, no, I wouldn't say Daredevil is anti-hero. He's a straight-up hero. No, he's a hero. He's the Batman of that universe, the blind Batman of Marvel. He's a vigilante. I would say so. Where, what? How would? You, what? What makes you think he's an antihero? Well, he's he's a. I guess I guess I'm kind of lumping all like the vigilantes into the same. Okay. No. The same antihero like sure. umbrella. Sure. Yeah, I mean, they are breaking the law for the better good, but it, I think more of the antihero is they're straight up breaking the law to break the law. Um. Like, right. like like Malcolm Reynolds is he's he's a thief. He's you know Han Solo is a scoundrel. Uh, I like saying scoundrel now. Um, seventy years old. So, no, I just watched Empire Strikes Back like yesterday. I say scoundrel as I sip my scotch. Scallywag. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what Vic Mackey from the Shield? He would be an antihero. He's also just not a nice guy. Uh, I can't. Well, one of them, uh, another one who came, you could kind of equate as an antihero is Rick Grimes from Walking Dead. I mean, the things he's done for the betterment of others. Yeah, that's that's an antihero. I mean, that's, that's kind of where you're at on it. Sure. You know, would you agree? Yeah, you don't. You don't. Oh, yeah. Necessarily agree with their motives or right. their, their decisions. Sure. But you know what? Put me in a world with zombies, and I am Rick Grimes. I'm going to do things. All right, let's not get crazy. <laughs> You're actually, I'm more like Shane, really. Yeah, you would die pretty quick. No, Shane was right. Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Shane. Oh, the right. Punisher. The Punisher is an anti-hero. Shane. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Punisher. Oh, I can't wait for Daredevil season <laughs> two. Um. See, look, I led you in that with this Shane. Yeah, you really did. You walk. You walked me down that path. Walter White starts See, off. He starts off an anti-hero. Uh, no, he's a straight villain. Right. No, I he's, don't. I can't even put him under the umbrella of hero. Season one and maybe two, he's an anti-hero, and then he goes straight up the villain. Like he works his way there. I have not watched it, so I think that voids out the hero part, though. After I think well, there's a tipping scale. Like you can start off to be a hero, but you lose all hero. Like you can't even put it on a resume of like I used to be a hero at one time from the years of 2006 to 2009. <laughs> I was a hero, but from 2010 to present day, I'm a villain. I don't think it works that way. I think at Hero Corp, once you become a villain, you are a villain from start to finish. It was always hey, there. It worked in the comic. It works in the comics for Hawkeye. Hawkeye did the same thing. He started off villain, and he got okay. Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, all that. I don't know. I, I'm not buying it. <laughs> I'm not right. buying it. I'm not buying it. That's what it means. Uh, um, let's think here. I don't know. You guys got any other names you can throw out there? Um... Would Peter Bankman work? <laughs> As a hero or anti-hero? <laughs> uh, I would put him under the anti-hero uh, umbrella. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
That's tough oh. because those characters are written like I mean he has a, there's a point to that <laughs> you know you know the perfect example of hero antihero slash villain in my mind is uh, Rennington from Blacklist because I'm I've been binge watching it. Dude is trying to help, but at the same time helping himself, but at the same time doing dirty on the side. He he has great motives, but his motives are for himself on the side. You know what I mean? I don't watch that show, so no. Why don't you watch that show? I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. It it's got me sucked in. So <laughs> and James Spader is amazing. That's why it got me thinking about it. I just accidentally found a good hero. <laughs> oh, okay. I just saw a Christmas Hey, poster. Patrick. It's a hey, wonderful- Patrick. Patrick just walked in. <laughs> hey, Patrick. His, his ego is already inflamed. Okay. Um, I just saw a thing on It's a Wonderful Life in my browsing. George Bailey would totally be a hero. I mentioned him in that list. <laughs> Amelia had that on the list, didn't she? I, I no, didn't no, I did. List. Oh, I'm your sorry. list. No, no, it was, it was in the Wikipedia list. I don't listen list. to you, Dave. The AFI list. It wasn't even my list. Well, I'm lame. You guys suck. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's a hero? Aaron Rodgers. You also is a hero? Urban Meyer. Thank you. Whatever. Meyer. Whatever. Don't get me started. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. He's a hero. Oh, yes. And he won't eat his birthday cake. Shia LaBeouf. Okay, we're going oh. to talk, talk about him later. So, <laughs> uh, Lightsaber chopsticks. Those are heroes. You ever see those yet? Yes. I have not. Glow-up chopsticks that, that are shaped like lightsabers. That's amazing. I want uh, them. And I'm people- not even hungry. People that are not talking about Starbucks, those are my heroes. Thank you. Hallelujah. Uh, Barney Stinson, my hero. Peter Frampton, my hero. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, there are lots of literary heroes. Jenny, name one. I named a bunch. Yes, I'm asking you to name another one right now. Uh, another one. Um, oh, gosh. What's the uh, the name of the guy from The Alchemist? I don't know. So Harry Potter is a hero. And <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> you can find lots of Harry Potter books on audible.com. And you can get a free audio download and a 30-day free trial of Audible at audibletrial.com slash atomicgeekdom, where you can listen to Harry Potter. You can listen to The Martian. You could listen to a wonderful hero in a video game uh, centric 80s world uh, called Ready Player One and stuff. Yeah. God, I miss JD. Get your free audio download, audiobook download, and 30 day free trial at audibletrial.com slash atomic geekdom. Help us help you. (laughs) Plus, it's awesome, man. Except I had to get a new hard drive because I have way too many audio books now. You know who's it's not sad, you know who's not a hero? Someone who goes on Wheel of Fortune and in the final round selects the letters X and Z. Hey, you never know. They dumb. could work. Just dumb. Not wise. Unless you can totally tell it needs an X or a Z. And his name's Santiago, by the way. Okay. From the Alchemist. Oh. Score. 
All right. Score! <laughs> uh, all right. I think that's going to do it for our Heroes episode, as I've done. You guys all. forgot one. No one mentioned me. Okay. As I was saying. Wow. That's the end of the episode. I will edit that out. Uh, no one needs to hear that. <laughs> um, next week, we will flip the script, as the kids say, and get off the chain in this heezy. Yeah. Don't do, don't do that again. Edit that out. Word. Edit all that out. Edit um, all. Next week, Dave we'll talk. Dave is not a hero. No. Yeah. He's extremely his tired. His lingo the kids are using. So yeah. tired. Yeah. Street Dave is not a hero. <laughs> He's bad. And not in the good way. No. Uh, next week, we'll talk about villains. So start thinking now. Hit us up on Twitter, at Tom Geekdom. Let us know your favorite villains and what makes a good villain. Uh, super villains and all the different kinds of villains that there are that my brain just can't think of at the moment. Uh, Arch Nemesi and all of the such. So next week is villains as we have finished the heroes. And yeah, that's it. You can hit us up on Twitter, at Tom Geekdom. Jenny is at... Robbiot. Tom, do you remember your Twitter handle? Skids World. Skids underscore world. Yeah, baby. It's Tom's Twitter. You have to say it the right way. <laughs> Otherwise, they're not going to notify you. Well, uh, you're going to fight my three other handlers. You got my three other followers. Right. So. Right. Us and your your family. Yeah. Um, you can I just... Love you, Mom. Love you. <laughs> Our email address is info at atomicatum.com. If you want to suggest any topics that we should be talking about, shows we should be watching, movies we should watch that we have not, might not know about, that kind of thing, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Google+, Stitcher, subscribe to us on iTunes, and leave a review, please. We would like it very much. Exactly. Ain't it. Quiet, quiet. Awkward silence is what makes a podcast great. Aww. That's it for us. We'll see you guys next week. Woohoo! Hello!